have to do something to prevent something from happening. Like, you know, I call these types of ebbles preventative ebbles, whether it's a spiritual ebble or not. Um, it's preventative ebble, you know, like taking medicine, you know, um, doing things a certain way so you don't get messed up, you know, being careful, period. So, so to clarify, you're saying that an ebola does not have to be a blood sacrifice. It could be a sacrifice of anything that you need to do, either preventative or intervention. It's something that you need to to do within uh, this spirituality that will help you set your ori on the right or your head on the right path. Correct. Correct, Ilya. You know, so sometimes, you know, when people talk about Ebo, they talk about um, doing, you know, people think automatically, those of us who are in this way, automatically think about, you know, oh, an animal got to be sacrificed, this and this and this. But not necessarily, you know, what the elders will tell us is a lot of times the biggest above is to change your character, change okay. the way that you are, you know. And if you change the way that you are, you can, um, you can, um, you know, end up, end up good. Sometimes this mean, this could mean even an outward appearance. It don't even. Sometimes it don't even have to even be an inward appearance. But it's some kind of change. But when you're talking about character itself, you're talking about an inward change. But sometimes we do have to change our outward appearance as part of Ebo. I give a good example, and I want to say, may the soul of this person rest in peace because this person is in, the, in, in is a, a, a Ebo now. Oh. This person has crossed over. But... I think about them now because I feel like the person could have done the above and avoided death. So eco, you know, everybody know eco is death, and you know we don't like to call eco up, but this times this entity comes comes to collect, and so the entity don't collect you. That's one of the main reasons why we do Ebo. That's the biggest, the biggest um, form of EB or Osobo, the biggest form of negative energy that we have to deal with. Because, you know, people don't want to die before the time, especially if they're young. You know, you don't want to have to succumb to some melee because of the fact that you didn't do Ebo. And, you know, this one person was asked to change her appearance. The appearance was to shave her head, not initiation, just to shave her head, so that when um, our 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 entity, you know who I'm talking about, the big uh, the big um the big eye, so when the big eye comes to look for the lady, the big eye wouldn't recognize who the person is. Okay. And that one little simple instruction that could have saved a life was ignored. As a matter of fact, the person got really angry because they pride themselves and they love the hair and, you know. 
But even that within itself, even though it was an outward appearance, it became a thing of character. Because if somebody have somebody have like if you have beautiful hair and you don't want to cut your hair, even you know, people when they're getting initiated and you tell them, you know, they're talking about getting initiated, you tell them what they gotta shave their head, they be talking about, Well, I ain't getting initiated then. <laughs> I people have told me that. You know what I mean? So you know, that's something like with their character that they have to understand when we deal in this way of life and you're going through the process of initiation, you're becoming a newborn, like a baby. You're becoming a new person, entering into a new life. But let's get back to our thing with ebos. Ebos can be very simple and they can be very complex. Simple meaning there are Ebos that you can do on your own. Ebo could be as simple as taking a particular kind of bath, bathing with particular herbs, okay? Um, doing uh, rubbing rituals with particular items. It could be food items, other items, bush, you know, trees, plants, whatever, okay? It could be like that. Then it could be where you have to... Um, actually have extensive prayers done over you uh, for your protection and, you know, for your well-being, along with um, the ritual sacrifices of animals to clean you. And in, when that happens, you know what we say? We say that this life is giving their life for you. Now, some people don't like the animal sacrifice thing, but then they still eat meat. Okay. Well, the, the bird, the bird or the chicken or what, die in order to feed you. Okay, and it probably died without prayer, without any prayers or anything. So usually, if the if the rituals are done properly, that animal is about ready to give its life because it becomes so serene. And you could just leave it loose, let it loose, and it just stay right there waiting for, you know, because it already accepted through prayer for it to, to leave. When you start, when the animals start clucking and carrying on and trying to fly away from you, then you know that's an issue. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you, know, you, you know you're having a problem there. You understand the animal, something ain't going right. So, um, so we have... These types of ebos that people can do themselves, which, you know, I coined preventative ebos because it can lead up to the point where when it's time for you to do a major ebo, if you get a reading and you get some kind of negative um, forces came out that you have to balance out and you have to correct it so you can get the good thing, then you go back now and realize, well, it, it didn't come as heavy because, you are doing X, Y, and Z all along. You are doing a whole bunch of things. Now, some people think that when you, um, when you get your ita, right, meaning your, your life reading, a reading that goes through with you for the rest of your life, or even a regular reading, when you get the yodu that comes out there, and it comes in a negative connotation, you know, the orientation of the reading comes negative. And then it comes with different types of negativity. You know, the first 
type of negativity, of course, you want to make sure that it's not death that's coming out for the person. So that's the first thing that you ask about. If you are um, an awo or, you know, a ulerisha or whoever that, that, that does reading for people, that's the first thing you're going to ask about. Then you ask about if it's sickness, it's illness, or anything like that. So you go down the line to ask, you know, to find out, well, where this stuff coming from? What kind of negative energy are we dealing with here? Then when that's ascertained, then you continue to find out, well, what, you know, where, where did it actually come from? You know, it was, is it natural causes? Is, did the person cause it on themselves? Did somebody else, you know, you know, send a negative energy, or is is it just some malevolent spiritual energy that's after you, or whatever, whatever it is, um, we find out where the energy comes from, and then we mark the appropriate evil for that. Now, the whole thing about the evil business is this: when it boils down to it, you have a choice whether you're going to do it or not. Everybody have a choice because it boils down to your ori, okay? And then it boils down to, in some cases, with Mama Yay Yay. Oh, she must have gotten disconnected. Uh, no, Mama I'm Ye- here. Oh, I'm I'm here. You know, I get hyper, and when I get hyper, the phone acts up. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. It's an electrical current thing that goes through my body. It just, like, make other equipment act funny. But anyway, so I'm here, and did you hear the last part I said? When, you, when it comes to Ebo, it boils down to where are you going to get the money in many cases. Now, this is the ethical issue that we're at, we're at here because for lack of money, some serious things have happened to people. Meaning, well, they didn't have the money to do the Ebo, they couldn't get the money, and then, boop, you know, there's something really bad. The, the thing that was foretold, the negative energy that was supposed to come at them came at. Here we have the ethical issue of the person that marked the Ebo for the person, number one, okay. and whether or not... Number two, say say that person can't do the Ebo, right? For instance, <laughs> say that person can't do the Ebo. That priest cannot do the Ebo or they wouldn't do the Ebo because there's no money, for example. And you go to another priest. A lot of times, if you do that and you go to another priest, the other priest would want to tell you, well, no, they're not doing that Ebo because they didn't prescribe it. Right. Which I think um, what should be done is, uh, it, even if, if they're willing to do it, they can ask Oramila okay. if they can do the Ebo and not just make a, a judgment on their own. But normally, well, although, that's what happens. Ma- Mama, yeah, yeah, so... Some priests and priestesses refuse to get the all due that somebody else got and carry it out for the individual. You know, they they say, well, go back to whoever you got that. 
Say that again. I said sometimes the individual priest or priestesses will tell the client, go back to who you got that from. That's right. That's right. And uh, that is, and I think, ethically speaking, that they shouldn't do that. I think we shouldn't do that. What they should do is Ifa or Orisha to find out if they can involve themselves in helping this person. Because when in the end the, the, the person does not do the ebo, the ebo doesn't happen, and, the, the, um, and then the consequences of the ebo happens to them. Say they die, for instance. Right. What I feel is the person, the other priest might think that they're not involved in the, in the, in the death of the person, but how I look at it, and if anybody have any objections and they could explain it in a better way, they can say yay or nay. But how I look at it is if that person came to you and tried to get help from you and you didn't help them without even asking Ifa, then you are partly the blame for the person's death. Mm. Yes, because you didn't try to help them. That's very deep. Yes, it's deep. It's deep. And in the end, we know because then, you know, everything has a ricochet effect. You know? Everything has a ricochet effect. But, you know, you I, know I, I think ethically um, it depends on the, the particular priests or priestess because sometimes people just come to you because they want you to say the other person is wrong. So I've known priestesses that, you know, will uh, see someone else that um, may have been coming in for a consultation because Mm -hmm. somebody else told them to do something they didn't want to do. And uh, yes, you know, yeah, that's the other. That's the flip side of it. That's the flip side of it too. That um, you know, but there's a reason why they would do that. Like for instance, um, say you go for an ebo, you you go for a reading, and there's a very huge ebo. You can't afford the ebo, okay? And then you decide, well, okay, let me go get. Let me see if I can get help from somewhere else. Let me see. And that's a question that I have too. You know. If you can't do an ebo, is there the, the ebo that was prescribed for you? If you can't do the ebo that was prescribed for you, can you do a different ebo that can help you in the meantime until you can do the other ebo? That that's a question you know that I have. I, I you know I gotta call up some of my Baba friends and tell them, listen, y'all got to come in and start talking because people are talking about y'all. You're not, you know, sometimes you got to threaten them. <laughs> well, you know, I tell you, um, that particular incident I actually seen go down and mm-hmm. what uh, the, the priest said was that the person should use the water. That they should do the work. 
Yeah, they should use water. They should offer the spirit water if they didn't have the money. Because you know water has no enemy. Well, of course not. But and, interesting. And it's a, it's a interesting. Interesting that you mentioned that, Ia, because that Odu Okanran Iwari talks about water. Mm. We linked up, Ia. We're linked up. <laughs> we are linked, linked up. <laughs> yeah, Okanran Iwari speaks about water that because rain made a sacrifice, rain did the Ebo. So that's why. When it rains now, rain even overshadows the sun. The sun can't even say nothing when rain comes. So I gotta say, okay, let me just chill out until it's finished raining. <laughs> <laughs> you see? So even the daylight, the rain can take away the daylight, you know? So the rain made the airball. <laughs> and that's why the rain never have any enemies from that from that day, because the rain made a ball. <laughs> so water water doesn't have any enemies. You're absolutely right. So water, hmm, that's interesting. I've never heard that before. That was from someone uh African Babalao. An African Babalao. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You know, because sometimes, you know, um you know while we are tall, like for instance, we keep water at um, you know, those of us that was rare up in the Lukumi, like me. I was raised up in Lukumi. <laughs> you mean meaning becoming aware of Orisha through Lukumi. So, um, you know, we keep water at our Bovedas, right? The the altar for the Egon. We keep water there. But rarely do you see people keeping water with their Orishas. I do. Oh, you a smart cookie. You really oh. smart. <laughs> yeah, no, really. I keep, water, I keep water with my Orishas too. I do keep water with them, you know, because the water can tell you a lot of stuff. The water can tell you. If you see that water starting getting dark and cloudy, you know some, you, you know, that, that some muck is going on around you. If you see yeah. the water starting getting messy, you know something is wrong. Mm-hmm. Energy is not right. You know, even for instance, the waters that we keep inside of our, and we have to talk about water a little bit because this is very significant. What are the chances are that you would mention that and then the Ebo speaks about, I mean the, the Odu speaks about rain, and about water, about water making the Ebo. Okay, so then the, the Babylon must be onto something, for real. So if you keep water inside your, um, your, your, your pots, like for Oshun, you know, Yamaya, Olokun, you understand? You have water right. in these vessels. What right. I just learned not too very long ago is that when you keep the, um, the vessel open, the water remains more fresh because then if somebody is sick or somebody is ailing, they can actually drink from that water. When you keep it closed, the water becomes stagnated. Right. And it can become dirty, you know, 
if you know, or 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 or, or slimy, you know, something like that. All depends. It can become messed up quicker. Mama, yeah, yeah, yeah. we have somebody that raised their hand. Okay. Let me cool. bring them. Mhm. Greetings and blessings, eight oh nine. How are you guys doing tonight at Alden? Ah, okay. Oh, it's good, you? Oh, good to hear you guys. Huh? How are you? I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> nice Friday night. Good. Mm-hmm. So I was just hearing what you guys were saying about the water, and that's a, a very true thing, especially within the Lukumi tradition. Um For example, in my part, you know, Olokun, Yamaja, Oshun, and Inle, especially Inle, Inle's mm-hmm. pot has water. And uh, if somebody's sick, that's one of the things that I, 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 if they don't have money or anything that I use for them, is Inle water, or Inle water. And it does wonders. It does wonders. It really does. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Going back to what you guys were saying about the ethical, um, the ethical situation that one encounters, for example, if one does a reading and the person can't afford the book, I think it really depends on the gravity of the situation. I mean, my personal opinion is that if it's a very grave situation, and I mean, mm-hmm. I, I've seen this played out many times, you know, a person uh, is very sick. I have, a, for example, I have a friend who has, <clears throat> excuse me, lupus, and she was having a really bad flare. Her kidneys were, 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 were being damaged. You know, her, her levels of her, kid, her, kidney, um, her mm-hmm. kidney function was deteriorating. And she didn't really have a religious house. She just saw herself as a babalawo, a lukumi babalawo. And he mm-hmm. said, oh, what you need to do, he's reading, he's like, what you need to do is you need to receive odudua immediately. It's, three, uh, it's uh, three, three, three grand, you know. And she was like, whoa, three grand, I can't pay for that. I mean, what can mm-hmm. I do? He's like, well, if you can't do that, I can't really help you. Like, he, he didn't even ask. He didn't really do anything. And you kind of see situations like that where you're just like, shouldn't the priority be of helping the individual. I mean, like, if the okay. is too great, a second option. There should be something else that can be done to ameliorate the problem. You know, at the moment, but a lot of times it's this fear-based. You got to get this immediately, or you got to initiate quickly. You got to do this, 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 this. And sometimes you ask yourself, is this really what's needed, or or can something else be done in the meantime till that till that money shows up? Yeah, you know, um, you, that is the that is um. The aspect of um, our way of life that we have issues with, that we have mm-hmm. to um, set some really standardized guidelines. And you see, because, mm-hmm. for instance, like in the Lukumi, we don't have no uh, quote unquote Orisha police. We don't have no mm-hmm. Orisha police. Mm-hmm. Meaning, well, somebody nope. that you when you don't do something right. You know? Exactly. We don't have that. And um, this is, this is you know, I mean, because there's so many of us now, so many of us um, that are Lukumi. When I say that, because that God initiated Lukumi at work, you know, they, they, they've been raised up in Lukumi. It's so many, mm-hmm. many. Um, even though we have our traditional ways too, and people are going to traditional ways, we have a lot over here in the West. Everybody practically is Lukumi. There are hardly any, like, real Santeras anymore. I mean, you got to go to Cuba for that. But so you got all these Lukumi, um, and I'm not saying it's just the Lukumi that do it, 
I don't know what goes on in Nigeria in terms of things like that, like the ethical issue. If, mm-hmm. you know, people just come and they only have, like, um, you know, how much ever Naira to put down there. I mean, of course, you don't want to compare the Naira to the U.S. dollar because then the person would be, like, paying through their behind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They, you know, just, you know their, their wages and hours are just different. But, um, you know, the cost for an Ebo has to be very minimal compared to what we would pay for an Ebo. You understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Yeah. So that's very important. I don't know, other than the person themselves, um, you know, having their own conscience, but these are things that we need to talk about because, like, what is the protocol? What should we do and what should we not do? Because mm-hmm. in a situation like that, that's like a life and death situation. Mm-hmm. You know, like I was mentioning earlier, so, you know, I actually witnessed somebody die, but that person refused to do the Ebo. Mm-hmm. Well, they refused to do the Ebo. Mm-hmm. Are you are you saying that um, in Lukumi that there's no bony society? Yeah, there's none. Okay, there's none. I didn't no. know that. See, Lukumi, Lukumi, every single ile is autonomous. So you, the only person you can kind of, uh, kind of, kind of can can reprimand you would be maybe a very old santero from a really renowned house, like in Cuba, for example, or your own godparent. But apart yeah, from that, if it's your godparents yeah. that commit the offense, then, you know, you have a problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, oh. and I'm not saying that they are committing an offense, but if they're the ones that are telling you, listen, come back with $3,000 and that's all I can do for you, well, you know, you know. You understand? Well, well in traditional, um, um, the Babalao or the Ianifa or whoever, would throw again, cast again, if you can't afford something, so that they mm-hmm. see the Arisha would, or or whomever you dealing with spiritual force, would take something. And you well, you know, I noticed, um, like for instance, I'm I'm sorry, yeah, did I cut you? Off? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was saying usually they do, and um, you know all is well because. If I know what you have in your pocket. Of course. Of course. That's total, you know, like, you know, even me, you know, I read people all the time. And um, one of the things that, come, you know, I read about people is their, is their living, their status. Like, you know, what's going on with your money? What's going on with your health? What's going on in your love life? What's going on in your future? What's going on in your spiritual life? What's going on with your relationship? All of these things. So if somebody tell me, "Oh, I don't have no money," and I'm looking like, "What?" <laughs> they lying. You know what I mean? But <laughs> but I don't say anything. You know, you know, I just I just no. know. <laughs> you know, people can make a lot of money and have none. You know, I mean, it's really a question of. Yeah, I understand. It's just a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I wanted to say was that um what I've noticed from being around Baba Lawos that uh 
were trained in the traditional way and have and getting readings with different babalawos that were trained in the traditional way. Most of them that I've encountered, they don't give you a set fee for anything. They check with Ifa to see what Ifa say. <coughs> and they start from the lowest. Another thing that they do is this. They, um, like when it comes to the Ebo, they prescribe you the simple, they start by asking about the simplest Ebo first before they get to the major Ebo where they got to go, you know, you got to go get a goat and all these things. They don't do that. They go from the simplest Ebo, like can you just come and get a cleaning with some eggs or something? You understand me? Right. Mm-hmm. Before they go to, like, listen, you need a goat, you need this, you need that, you need that. Okay? So they all they always do that, and then they also go and ask if they go from a, a, a bit amount, a little bit amount of money, and then they go from there. Boom, 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 boom. I notice that's what they do. A right. few of them I've encountered do that, work like that. And that's very good. That's a very good system because then you know, even if you have to do a big Ebo, you'll be sitting down right there and you will realize, well, this person just asked if I can do a little thing, and it said no. He asked if I can do the medium thing. It said no. And then, uh, okay, we had to resort to the big thing. Yes, you have to do the big thing. Okay? That's a good, that's good though, because the client sees, you know, that you're not, you're, 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 you're going through every level. Yes, it makes you more comfortable and makes mm-hmm. you more confident that this person actually wants to help you. You understand? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is something that, you know, if I have any owls out there listening, that, you know, we can all begin to practice because then, you know, um, it kind of helps us. But another thing about Ebos, sometimes when you do an Ebo, for a client, you have to do one for yourself. I said. <laughs> because mm-hmm. you don't want that whatever the client has on them to come and stay with you. So, of course, after they get clean, then you got to do your series of cleaning too. And that also costs money. It's not every mm-hmm. time you you know, a farm, you could go in the back and pick a, a chicken uh, a, and, and clean yourself after you having to clean them with a chicken. So that means you got to you gotta go to the, um, the whatever, the botanica, wherever you got to go, get whatever you got to get to clean yourself too. Sometimes even you might have to even do a bigger ebo than them because it all depends on what comes out. <coughs> you know? what comes out, the orientation of the reading, and how it affects you and all of this type of stuff. There's a lot of times, like for instance, if I'm doing a reading, i got to stop the reading and go and do a cleaning or offering right in the middle of the reading because the sign is so negative. Before I could even continue on with the reading to tell the person what X, Y, and Z, X, Y, and Z. But this is something, these are things that, you know, Ebo just so the person would know, too, that they're not the only one that has to do a bow. Because, you know, money, 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 money always becomes the bottom line issue when you got to do anything spiritual. 
I've known people tell them they got to do it at bowl, and they're like, listen, I got a hot date. I got to get some shoes, a dress, and, you know, I got to go get my nails done, get my feet done, got my hair done, and, you know, so I ain't going to have no money for no at bowl. Yeah, but the thing is, there also has to be a sacrifice. People need to understand that when they're going to see, you know, to do a, a, a reading, most of the time it's going to come with an ebo. Most of the time it's going to come with an ebo. Even from an ebo you see, all the way to, to... Yes. That's, well, that's what people that are new to, um, new to uh, getting a, a consultation with a you know, uh, Ian Nepo or Babalao, and they don't know that they got to do a sacrifice. Well, even, 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 like, for instance, when I read people, right, and they mm. have, they have an able to do, say they, say it comes any way. I still tell them, listen, it would be good if you make an offering you know, to ensure this E-ray, to solidify mm. it, you know, that this E-ray wouldn't escape you down the road. You know, like it wouldn't get messed up by whatever else it is you're doing. So even there, you know, I might say bring a small sacrifice or something for the Orisha. You know? Oh, I say, tell them in advance. Yes. You know, because people, you know, they figure, and then... When they when they got to do that, I say, well, you know, okay, just you know, you know, when you when you have what it is that you have, go and come back and bring it. You know, they don't have to do it. They don't have to do it right. You know, just at that moment, just at that time, but they do it when they can do it. So then I'd be having people come in and say, well, you know, I promised I was going to give Oshun this. And here is this for Oshun. Okay? Yes. I promise this this Orisha, here is this now. And I'd be like, wow. Right. Those are the ones that know. I just want to reiterate that if you want to uh, speak, that if you press 1, we'll open up your line. I just started the rain here. Wow, talk about rain. Yeah. <laughs> talk about water, boy. Water. We got to get back to this water. I'd like to um, um read a verse from uh, Okama Iwori. Ashe. And um, it says, Ifa wishes this person well, if things would not be in disarray, so that things would not be in disarray. This person should do what? Offer sacrifice, such that someone would not take over his rightful position. So, Okanuan Ki Iki, the Babalawo of the day, cast divination for daylight. And Okanuan Ki Iki, the Babalawo of rain, cast divination for rain. The two of them were asked to perform sacrifice when they performed their sacrifice. Rain offered his own very in full, his sacrifice in full. And the sacrifice of the day was not complete at all. Whatever is the brightness of the day, once it starts to rain, 
it would darken the brightness of the day. So rain then started to dance, and rain was rejoicing because, and rain was praising his babalao because uh, the, it was exactly as the babalao had said, Otan, ki, ki, the babalao of the day cast the nation for daylight, also cast the nation for rain, right? Uh, I see. And the two of them were asked to take care of the ground. They should perform sacrifices. It was the, it was the rain coming from behind to perform sacrifices. Because when you know when the rain comes down, it saturates the ground and it makes everything beautiful, right? So mm-hmm. it was the rain um, who performed the sacrifice. And uh, so, key, 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 wherever the rain meets the day, it is there that it will overtake it. Ashe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but I think that has a lot of implications for people. Mm-hmm. And the question you asked was, what was the hope for today? And the fact that we were talking about Ebos, it, it sort of uh, plays that if you do the Ebo incompletely or if you, you know, uh, mess around and have steps, then whatever you are sacrificing with only gives you partial results, you know. And the person that does their Ebo in full will transcend whatever, you know, problems and overtake Well, that. that's a good point, you know. That's a good point because I often um, have to remind uh, my clients, right, that, at the beginning, when you when you decide to do something, you make um, say you mark in a bowl, and then you have to tell the client, well, okay, this is the amount of money it's going to cost because you know you got to get this, you got to get that, you got to get that, you got to get that. Okay, and then the client comes to do the a bowl with half of the money. <laughs> <laughs> you already went and. Got whatever it is that you need. You already spent money to to, to to deal with a client, and the client comes with half half of the money, right? And, so when and the, the client, client comes, expects half of the results, but no, they don't expect half the results. So yes, I'm like, I'm like it's about it's. I'm like, no, but I do tell them that. I'm like, wait a minute. So you really want this to work like halfway, right? Because you're not meeting your obligation. You're only coming halfway with your obligation. What is going on here? <laughs> but this is, you know, so this is a very important point because once you agree, you agree, right? Once you agree, you agree. If you can't meet the obligation, then you say you can't meet the obligation. Don't come to get the obligation done, and then you don't, and you're not, you're not, you're not coming in full. You're coming halfway. You see, and so, a lot of times people do that. People do stuff, and so, uh, you know. So does that happen in leukemia, and also? Of course. Okay. Of course, of course, of course. You know, people just you know, you know, and I think mostly it's the people that that are not fully familiar or aware of. The, hmm, the esoteric 
implications or the the, 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 the reasoning behind doing an EBO in full. Some people are not aware of, you know, the implications behind not doing it in full. So that's why I come back to the question again. If you can do, if you don't have the money for a particular EBO, can you do other less expensive EBOs to, for the problem, for the same problem? That would, that, that would help you, still help you, just as much as the big EBO would help. So, Alden, what do you think? Oh, somebody wants to speak. Hold on a minute. Greetings and blessings, 678. How are you, Mommy? I see a bottle. I show you a I have a quick question for you. Um, I was wondering that once one is prescribed the EBO, is there a certain time factor in which they're allowed in order to have it done? Is there a time limit on it? Does it need to be done right away, two days, three days, seven days? How, how yeah, does that the go? Best thing, the best thing is to do it right away because we know how energy changes and energy can get more intense as time goes by. If something is bad today, it's just like if you have an illness and you don't check it today down the line, it's already gone to the point of no return. You understand? So it's, 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 it's the same thing because between the time frame that you take to actually get the EBO done or to do the EBO, so many other things that can happen that can compound the problem. Mm-hmm. Especially if you haven't been, if you if you didn't do anything else at all, you know that's why I come back to that same question: What else can be done in the meantime when you're looking to do this big ebo? What you know? What other little? I mean, you don't want to call them mini ebos, but you know what mm-hmm. can be done? What else can be done? Mm-hmm. You see, because the best time is to do the ebo right away, as soon as possible. That's you it. know, but. Some people, we had this debate in, in the group on Facebook, on Isha Risha Egun Talks, we had this debate because some people say, no, it's 21 days before the energy change. Some people say, no, it's 18 days. Some people know it go on a 28-day cycle like the woman's period. Some people say, you know, so everybody had an opinion. <laughs> everybody had an opinion on what is the time frame for the Ebo, to do an Ebo. But there's, there's no time frame. To me, there's no time frame than, than right away. That's the best time frame, you know, to do it, to do it as soon as possible. Because especially if they tell you, look, Iku coming to get you. I, I've told people stuff like that. They've come up in a reading, and they take it very lightly. They're like, oh. They're like, you know, like, oh, well, whatever, you know. <laughs> Don't tell me I don't tell me that because I'd be like, Whoop. Hey, listen, I don't know. I make that money appear out of the blue. Mm-hmm. No. I don't care if I got to beg, borrow, or whatever. I get that money. <laughs> no, you know, people don't know how, you know, how very grave these things are. And, 
You know, I like to tell people, that, and I tell people that I don't want to scare them, but I tell them, listen, I have seen people check out mm-hmm. now because mm-hmm. some people like the instant. Yes, said, if you know you're going for a reading, be prepared to do an ebook. Number one, that's rule number one. Be prepared to do an ebo. Meaning you should have some money in case you have to do ebo, which not in case, usually you're going to have to do an ebo, period. So here go. I have seen people come to the reading for one reason, but then it didn't turn out quite the way that they thought it would turn out. Like especially mm-hmm. new people like to do that. Mm-hmm. They like to do well. They could just come for a reading and the reading will just answer their questions and that's it. But a mm-hmm. reading getting a spiritual reading is more serious uh, than um getting a spiritual reading is more serious than just going like if you going to like a psychic and asking questions, you know, is my job, blah, 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 is this or that. Uh, you know, um, when you when you get, especially in our way of life, if you get a reading, you know, the, the Orishas that are speaking and your Egos, are, they're going to look at, and they're going to look at your whole life in a nutshell. Okay, boom, this is, this is it. This is what's going down with you right now. And you'd be like, but does he love me? <laughs> you know, I'm just saying this is how people come off, you know. But um, so it's a very serious thing when you go out to get a reading. You know, I don't, for instance, myself, I like to use myself as an example. I am the type of person that always has to be doing a bow. If I can do two, three ebos a day, I'll be all right. Everybody doesn't have to do that, but because of probably because of the nature of my work, you know, because I'm always interacting with people who have problems, so I pick up stuff from other people. So I be cleaning and doing everything, doing all these ebos. But also, I'm the person that would want to check if I very often to see how things are with me. So when I do that, when I check with Ifa, guess what? Guess what happens after that? You got problems. No, you got to do the MO. I got to do the MO. Right. I got to do the MO. I'm teasing you. <laughs> you know, so, you know, I even told my Baba, I even told my Baba, I said, Baba, I'm going to tell you something. You know, if I didn't have to do these at Boa, I could have probably already built a mansion already because I've done do, like so much. <laughs> I've done so much at It's like, oh, my God. I've done at to last a lifetime. You understand? And, you know, this is money, 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 money. But, you know, give thanks to God and God that, you know, when it's time to do the Ebo, I have the money. Because when you don't have the money to do the Ebo, that's when you start freaking out. Yeah, but, you know, if people spent more time working on their individual spiritual development, they would have to do less at both. Because you figure that Ipa says 
live a life with good character. That means you have a good reputation. Not necessarily, yeah. Not necessarily because good things happen, bad things happen to good people. So you could have the best character in the world, and people still want to take and, you know, do juju to you. I'm sorry. Right, you know, it's but not I, about just wait, being a good wait. character. So, Mama Yeye, Mama Yeye, I was mm-hmm. just saying that if we did what the world committed us to do, which is love, unco- mm-hmm. you know, unconditionally, even though people don't believe in it, if we just love, if we just gave out the energy of love, think about it for a minute, that okay. you really don't so, receive uh, anything can I say, love. Yes. You give what can you I say Yes. I would like right now, you know, if any of the people that think they're my enemies are mad with me, please forgive me, okay? I love you, and I wish you would love me too, and you need to put all differences aside because guess what? In the end, all of us going up, they have the six feet waiting for everybody, everybody. So in the meantime, while we're here, we might as well be good with each other, don't you think? I say, I say. You know, I'm always willing to deal with my enemies, but they don't like dealing with me too much. But you know, I, you know, I, I, you know, I don't. I don't really have any enemies. <laughs> People that disagree with me, but they're not my enemies. <laughs> I know, because, you know, it's all in the perception. If we see people coming at us in a negative zone, it's because we're giving that out. But if we shift our perception and we really don't try to judge or try to take what the other person says personally, but stay on our path to just commit to love, that we have formed the ability to make can only do that. It would be such a nice, funky-dory world if we all could just he do wants that. To like, even tonight, you know, I was having a chat with my sister, and I said to her, you know, because people, we discuss the characters of different people. We do that all the time. And... I said to her, I said, you know, the only thing, I said, I'd like people to tell me. Pull me aside and say, listen, Ia, you know, you're X, Y, and Z, or maybe you're coming on a little bit too strong, or, or blah, 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 and give me an honest assessment of how you think that I am. Because sometimes we personally may not see our own flaws. We do not see what's wrong with us, and we need somebody else to tell us, not be mad with us and say, well, hey, you need to stop just to give a nice, honest assessment of the person. So uh, in the end of our conversation, I said, you know, for me to get in anything with somebody, it would be because they have to do me something. I don't do people things. I don't go, you know, like you know how you willfully would go and do somebody something? I don't do that. I made it my business not to do that. Okay, so I tell yeah. people because maybe I feel they're wrong or I feel they're this or I feel they're that. I don't do that, even though I know how, but I don't do it. I made this promise to myself a very long time ago not to do that. But <coughs> people, yeah, but oh, they you will say, you know. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Mama KK. When you do that, you get that back. Don't of think you, you put now in the community. Energy that's negative, 
then you're not going to get that negative. But guess what? This is the reason why we do ebos, because you know what they say when you do ebo, right? Return to sender. That's what people say when they're doing ebo. They're like, okay, boom, oh, return to sender. Like, no, I'm not accepting this. Okay, here, you can have it back, boom. And then when it goes back, in a spiritual sense, it goes back with a force. It goes back with a, like, triple, double, quadruple the force that you send it out with because it wasn't warranted in the beginning. That's the only way it's going to go back at you. Right, because most people are not on their job, which is to love. You know, when you're not on your job, which is love. Oh, my God. Just that L-O-V-E word, it, it just does something to me. I love that word so much. I know it does. Because you mama yay-yay. Uh-oh, we got another <laughs> Okay. Uh, 704, I say. I say, good evening. Blessings to everyone. Hey, that voice sounds familiar. Hello, (laughs) you can hear me? Yes. Okay, I want to say hello to the host and to Mama Yeye on the subject of our love and togetherness because I feel that um, if people do have a good um, relationship with other people in the religion, if they have able to do and they don't have the means or the um, tools to do it, maybe they can reach out to these other people and they might be able to help them obtain these tools. So that's why it's good to keep um, keep good communications open and good relations within the religion because you never know who could help you. That's it. That you might need without you having to pay money for it. Just by that's you it. somebody might get a blessing to that person to save your life. That's I it. Say. And you don't burn your bridge when you cross it because that's detrimental to you and maybe other people in your circle also. Okay. One person, you might bounce on somebody else who's close to you because you might be protected and not them. Because most people, when they're doing bad things, they don't know the proper way. I, w- I would say that because a lot of people will be out there walking and they pick up things what were meant for other people, and I know this. I say. If they're protecting themselves and not their family members, that family members could really catch up a blow that was meant for them. I say. I I have seen it happen. I say. The thing is, with doing Evo, if they can't even tell do the Evo right away, there are other simpler things to offset the onslaught of anything by by doing fasting, by doing, you know, by taking simple things around in nature and cleaning every day until they can do their major ebo. But a lot of people don't know that. They think it's just, they got to go get this big ebo first. Okay, if you don't have the money right away, find out what you could do in interim to help you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That That's right. And if you have a lot of simple things out there in your house, outside in the road that you could pick up and use as a book. That's mm-hmm. You know, but like, you know, us. And the plants mm-hmm. and the trees. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like people from the Caribbean, you know, we're raised up on taking what we call bush bats. 
and you know that sometimes you think in the bush bath it's like uh you know a medicine but it's it's also like a prevention thing it's like a fortification for your body um against negative you know spiritual negative energy so we would pick different kinds of bushes you know and you know we have like a sequence how we take them whether it's a three bush bath or seven bush bath or nine bush bath or twenty one bush bath like things like that and we would take it and we add different things to the bath water and everything and then you take it and guess what sometimes it don't smell too nice but guess what excuse <laughs> me in the end it's good for you you see so these things you know people get away from doing these ritualistic things that can that are a form of ebo they get away from doing them because you know everybody want to you know just bathe with sweet smelling dove and you know caress and whatever and they don't want to really take and bathe with like you know some black soap with different herbs and prayer prayed over and everything and and bathe with these kinds of soap you know but i want to mention something that um and me and another EA was talking about earlier today because everything kind of tied in with our Ebo um, issue tonight. <clears throat> um, we just had a general conversation about how people, how she was feeling, how I was feeling. And sometimes, you know, I don't know if many of other people are noticing, but a lot of people have been complaining of feeling a kind of inertia, feeling tired feeling um, unmotivated, feeling like as if, if they don't do something in the spur of the moment that they, it would never get done. You understand? And so we began to talk about, you know, what could be this kind of energy that have all these people feeling like that? Okay? Hello? Yes? Hello? Can I say something? Oh, sure. Yeah. The other day ago, I was feeling the same way. See? And I had some goods that I picked up, some things that I picked up in the Walmart. Some eucalyptus, some whatever else. And I took it, I boiled it. I did my little side thing. I put some glue in there, some Florida water. And after I took that bath, I felt so, so much better. So people really don't have to go skelter, skelter. You know, every morning, every day, they'll see how much better they'll feel. One blue. That's it. But wow. you know, a lot of people the lost that weight. Is, um, the indigo blue you're talking about, right? Yes. The indigo blue, the same blue like the blue cube, the old-fashioned thing that people put in um, bath. We used white to use clothes. it in white to make the clothes white long ago. Yes. But not, not so long ago, but when I was growing up, you know, that was in the 50s. <laughs> But anyway, you ain't grown in the fifties. You was born in the fifties. Yeah, in the fifties. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Mm Mhm. Yeah. So you know they shouldn't worry so much. If Mm -hmm. they outside Olo Domaro, Olo, you know Olo please. If they believe in Orisha, they shouldn't have no fear. They shouldn't have no fear. Because, as you say, that's going to come on to all of us, sometime or the other. 
But everybody's supposed to live their life and be happy and enjoy their life. I live in fear. The only person he's supposed to fear is the Most High. I say. That's the only person who he's supposed to fear is God. I say. You understand me? I say. I say. Don't mama yet up in here. Oh, June is talking tonight. <laughs> um, can I add one thing? Yes. Okay. Um, all I wanted to say was in the way that I was brought up, Lukumi. If the person can't really afford or pay for an edible, sometimes it can be pretty pricey because sometimes it requires, uh, you know, a goat or a big animal. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing that usually the way I was in my was that you learn the way of the spirits first, of Egun. And Egun is always, Egun is always there at, at a hand's distance, you know. We each have our own, uh, our own Egun that walk with us and that can protect us. And usually the first thing you can do that a person can afford, like, like the Iyah had said before, was with a cup of water. You, give, you put the cup of water for your Egun, and if there is a spiritual force that's disturbing you, you put one away from you. Uh, in some other place, and you say, I offer you this glass of water to that spirit, to that negative spirit. And that way you start, you start taming that spirit until the embo can be done. And that's mm-hmm. one of the things that was taught to me, you know, like, uh, to do. So, uh, put a, uh, you put a glass of water and a candle. I see. I see. That's so, the truth. So, uh, so all of these things is what you call now, what I would call preventative ebos. Even like, mm-hmm. even for instance, I sleep with a glass of water over my bed on the on the, on the, on the, on the um, headboard. I put a glass of water right there, and that's what I, how I sleep. It it does help me with um, clarity with my dreams. Also, mm-hmm. you're being bothered. A lot of people don't know that same blue, that indigo blue. You get some salt water. You put it in it. At, well, these are egg wound stuff, but you get the salt water. You put some salt water, you make some salt water, and you put the blue, or you could get some seawater, and put it under your bed. Mm. You would have the best sleep ever in the whole world. Sometimes some people even put, uh, like, a little piece, a little bit of camphor in there and put it there for them to sleep, especially if you have, like, a baby that can't sleep and stuff. But a lot of times... You know, we call ourselves spiritual, but then, you know, we don't do these things that our eggs used to do. We don't know all these remedies, all these things that our eggs used to do, our ancestors used to do, and then we're, 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 we get away from that and we figure, well, okay, we don't have to do that, you know. We're going to just make sure we, we don't burn the house out. We don't do anything. You know, we don't do no spiritual house cleaning. We don't clean the atmosphere. We don't do anything. And then we wonder why, you know, different types of energies are able to attack us very easily. But I wanted to get back and make a point because I was trying to make a point about a conversation what me and the other EL was having today. So when we spoke about, you know, this, this tired feeling, this heavy feeling, you feel like something holding you back and all this type of thing, and then, you know, um, uh, uh, we have this, our, our guest here who said, she just took, um, you know, some eucalyptus leaves, right, and used. These are other spiritual things that you can do to bust out of that type of feeling. 
because it really does help you. It really does help you. So you wouldn't have to get to the point where you got to do this major ebo or this big ebo or you're feeling like, oh, my God, you know, I got I to gotta go get a reading because something has to be wrong. But the other key point that, um, and I'm going to say it on air because a lot of us don't pay attention to what's really going on, but the weather is changing. The weather is like flip-flopping on us, you know, flip-flop weather. And um, also... The, the, the food is doing a flip-flop on you. And if the weather is doing a flip-flop on you, the food is doing a flip-flop on you, what do you think is happening in the atmosphere? Something is in the atmosphere that's causing people to feel the way they do. It is not natural. And it's not any spirit either. It's something else. But what can combat it, what you can use to fight it is by doing the spiritual rituals, doing your preventative abodes and doing these things that can help you. You know, taking your spiritual baths, cleaning your house, you know, doing your rubbing rituals, all of these different things you can do. You know, it's like me who does abode two and three times a day. cleaning off with stuff, you know, a simple thing like an egg, boom, 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 throw it out, yeah, you know, get uh, some bush, throw it out, you know, make a bush bath, you know, make a, it doesn't even have to be a bush bath, you can make a, a milk and honey and um, an 1800 cologne bath, okay, uh-huh. with some, um, some effun, cascadilla in there, you put that in there, boom, 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 next thing you know, you walk outside, somebody call you for some money. <laughs> Hey. You know, but there's so many things that we can do, you know, you know, that um, to prevent ourselves from being attacked by different types of energy. You know? Oh. Can you hear me? Yes. yes. Long ago when kids when babies were born, before they do their baptism wherever they used to do for the children. Grandparents used to take the Bible, open it up, put a small scissors inside. They will take some tread and make a mark on the baby's forehead. And that child would never turn in the night, never have a problem. It may not be everything that people want to do, but back then the kids didn't have so much problems as they have now. Ashamed. Turn away from from their ancestry and what their older had taught them to do, because they thought it was too tedious or man, that's so old-fashioned. But it kept a lot of things away. My mom yeah, that's used to make all kind of bushes of old bed stuff. Yeah. My mom used to make a lot of bush waters, and every minute she would tell us, "You drink this, you drink that, you drink that." We couldn't ask her what it is; we drank it. That's why we're so healthy still up to this day. But a lot of kids now, they're so tired. They're so unmotivated. They don't want to do this. They don't want to do that. You got more energy. I also have more energy than the youth of today because they didn't want to follow these instructions. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
and that's and where they use them all kind of doing all kinds of drugs and all kinds of stuff to get into these weird rights. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, the funny thing is that these kids will tell you, I don't want that. And you know what? Yeah. They don't get it. When, when we said we didn't want it, you better shut up and take it. Thank you. <laughs> no, we couldn't say we didn't want it. That's the problem. We could not even say that. If your mother come and to you with something that you drink it, and you talking about you don't want it, you would get one hard slap and it would be shoved down your throat. <laughs> How dare you come and say you want that? <laughs> I see. They stopped from doing a monthly clean out. Oh, mom used to line us up. Line up. You see the cat liver oil? Yeah. oil. Yeah. And that used to keep your body from building up all of that muck inside. But people stopped yeah. from taking monthly clean out to keep their yeah. system running smooth. That's true. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting. You know, That's one of the um, points that I made in our tread on this same topic in 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 um, in the um, in the room. Actually, no, it was on another topic that I made about the what are the rites of passage for men and women, right? And I felt that in you know one of the rites of passage should be how to take care of your body how to take care of it inward and outward so that you wouldn't appear disgusting or foul to another person. And the reason why I made that observation is because I noticed that a lot, you know, and I'm not picking on the young people, but again, the young people, the younger people are not taking cues from the older people and keeping certain traditions and customs and helping to take care of themselves spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally. So now we have a lot of young people suffering from emotional problems, you know, losing their minds, you know, and all of these things, and a lot of them are sick. So I'm like, okay, there's no reason why your body should be so clogged up that a foul odor comes out of your paws, but then you're, you're, you're wanting to be in a relationship with somebody. How, you know, don't you think that's offensive to them? You understand? And then if it's an older person, the young people have the, the obligation to tell, help take care of an older person that's suffering from, you know, if they're, if, they're, if they're suffering from ill health, maybe they're not doing something correctly or whatever. You know, don't leave everything up to the government. You know, once you get older, the next thing you know, your mom's got to go in a home, your dad's got to go in a home because, you know, they're sick. Or, or they need a particular type of care, and you're nobody else can nobody's there to do it for them, you know. But all of these things—that's another story. But this, this is what we have. So, in reference to doing evos, we have all kinds of evos that you can do, and um, it's not that you should not do the prescribed evo for a reading with Ifa. Or if you go for a reading with, you know, Analosha, you know, it's not that you should not do the reading. I mean, I'm sorry, you shouldn't do, get the reading, but when you go to get the reading, you got to be prepared to do Ebo. 
be prepared to do it both. And so the awards that are out there and the people that are working, the Olushas and, you know, Baba Lucius and all these people that are working that, um, you know, we can try to be more lenient, especially somebody if it's a grave situation like the one um, Alan mentioned, uh, where, you know, you don't turn the person away. You know, it's a life and death situation. You know, I've been in a situation like that, you know, that, you know, somebody died. Not that I caused them to die, but I was there. I witnessed them being turned away. I witnessed the evil not being done. And the end result, the person died. You see? So, you know, it's it's very difficult. The people that are not focused and paying attention to what they need Mm -hmm. to do. What did you say, yeah? I said that is definitely the case with people not paying attention to what they need to do. So we got to pay attention, you know. We got to know what do we need to do in these instances. And I think that the sister that spoke from 704, she hit it. What's your name, sister? Queen. Hello, me? Yes. Yes. Lisa. You said Lisa? Yeah. Oh, I said. Greetings and blessings. Same to you. Sometimes when people work on people, they put them not to seek help. And those that are out there and see the person in distress doesn't have happened to me. Mm. And if I didn't know my ancestors and my spirits died, I would have been dead. That's it. Who do these things to put people not to seek help? And not just not to seek help, not to do anything at all for themselves either. You know, not to do anything for themselves. Nothing, you know. So, you know, and with this, let them Mm -hmm. see and Mm -hmm. help. Mm -hmm. So don't you think then, right, that, for instance, that people in this way of life, that every now and then, you know, they should check to see how things are going with them because some people don't go for a reading until they think something is wrong or until they want something, you know. They don't check up on themselves to see well, what's really going on with them. You know what I mean? So, you know, like I like to encourage people to say at least get a reading once a month. At least get a reading once a month and see what's going on with you. See how you're progressing, you know. Most people don't and, want uh, to know because they're scared. <coughs> What'd oh, really? <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> what did you say, Queen Lisa? I what said did most you say? don't want to know because they're scared. I see. Wow. wow. to hear bad news. Wow. I see. And fear takes wow. us right out of our element. Well... Yeah. I can say that that is this, you know. I've seen people because of fear um, have died. And I can say this because, like, for instance, I, I have a very, you know, good story, you know, a young man who, and it, it all ties into, like, how you take care of yourself. The young man 
um, was ill and he was having a problem with his penis. And, you know, a lot of men, even now, they don't like to go to the doctor and get a checkup. That's a feminine thing. That's what women do. We'll go to the doctor quick to the gynecologist and have, you know, have our checkup. But the men don't like to do it so much. And he waited and he had this problem, he had this problem, he had this problem. And, you know, because maybe he was embarrassed. And um, he didn't go. And then by the time it was too late, he ended up having to go to the hospital, you know. And when he went to the hospital, he, you know, he had cancer. And the cancer had already spread all over his body. And, you know, he was very young. And he was so afraid, you know, of dying. But, you know, he eventually... He died because, you know, they couldn't do anything for him at that Ooh. point. So, you know, and he was like 21, couldn't do anything for him. And, um, you know, so, you know, may his spirit rest in peace, oh, my goodness. But, you know, this is the thing that we're trying to employ with people, and that's what Evo is about. You do these preventative things, so, you know, to hinder all of these things, and then you even... Check with yourself spiritually. Because a lot of spiritual people, you know, in this walk of life, they don't barely get a reading. Barely. Barely. Because, you know, like, you know, like, <laughs> they're afraid. You know? Don't be afraid. What you should be afraid of if you're going to be snuffed out of here before your time because you were negligent. Because you were scared of, you know, you didn't. Take care, and, you know, we're in this walk of life because what? We have the ability to foresee stuff. So, no, we have the EBOs, you know, the prevention methods. We have the, we even have methods in EBO to change the effect of something. That's why we do EBO, to change something from bad to good, okay, or to enhance to make something that is good to make it better or stronger or more secure. So, you know, I'm all for doing eyeballs. I mean, you know, you know, if, you know, that money I could have been killing in the mansion right about now, but, you know, I ain't sorry. <laughs> I'm still here. I don't believe to follow the indwelling spirit, and when their spirit dies, speak to them, they must pay attention and not dismiss what they're being told. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mama Yeye, we have six minutes. So you okay. want to give us, uh, contact information? Well, um, I'd like to say that, um, you know, anyone wants to contact me, you know, my number is on Facebook. Um, if you go in the About section, you'll find um, some brief information about me on Facebook. And, um, you know, I'm here in Miami. Um, I have my page as uh, Ofe Ofe, O-F-A-E, repeated twice. And uh, I also have a page, my spiritual readings with Mama Yeye. You can find that on a um, traditional healing page where, you know, we like to talk about natural remedies and, you know, all, all um uh, different types of herbs and medicines and, and new even new things that are out that are natural for people to take in order to maintain their health. And um, I've also just started um, a meet-up group. It's called Ifa Orisha 
Egun people. And uh, it's here in Miami where uh, people who are interested in or practicing or living this way of life uh, involved with Ifa Orisha Egun that uh, we come together, we meet, and we discuss different things pertaining to Ifa Orisha Egun while we have fun time getting to know each other and doing things together. Because just like the sister said earlier, that, you know, we need to come together in love. So this is another way to come together and also to spread the um, the awareness of Ifa Orisha Egun to other people and to the world so people wouldn't see the way that we live in a bad light. So that's the things that I'm doing. I want to encourage people in different areas to, to do the same thing. Start a meetup, you know, and try to meet other Orisha people because, when one person can do something for you, maybe other Orisha people can do something for you. Other Ifa people can do something for you. And it doesn't have to do with um, being um, disloyal to your Elay or anything like that because we all should be able to refer. Mama Yeye, give yes? us your number. Give us your number and your, your, um, your Facebook uh, email so that we can... Um, again, so that we can uh, have contact. Okay. Mi numero es ocho dos ocho tres uno seis ochenta y tres I'm sorry. Eight two eight three one six eight three seven nine. That's you know, I like to play. You know, I, I must have a little issue in me somewhere, but I love to play. But anyway, uh, it's 828-316-8379. You know, I'm trying to show up that I know a little bit of Espanol, but it's okay. Anyway, um, and that's it. Okay, so on Facebook, you know, you just got to go on on Facebook and look for Ofe Ofe, O apostrophe F A E. Ofei Ofei, and you'll find me, and you can also find me on there as Melba Farrell. If you don't know my regular name, that my, my beloved name that my parents gave me, Melba Farrell. I say. And okay. we want to give thanks to uh, Ipa House of Worship for sponsoring okay. I say, and that uh, we wanted to announce, you know, that... Uh, Effective May 1st, we'll be up and running with the community services so you can speak to Mama Yeye and uh, talk to her direct and uh, get all the good information you want to know because we are getting ready to to come into our own, so we all got to reach out to love, Ashe. Blessing to the host in her house and her family. Ashe. Ashe. Okay, love you all. Have a wonderful you evening. Too. You too. Ashe. That's the old lady talking now. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Have a good evening. Ashe. Ashe. Love you, Ia. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you, Alde. Love you, sis. Mm, kisses and love for everybody. Mm, mm, mm.
Ashe. Ashe. Yeah. 